Welcome to the Essential Shift Podcast. My name is Laetitia Andrac. If you are a mission-driven entrepreneur looking to grow your soul-aligned business by blending strategy, practical tips, and spiritual wisdom, you're in the right place. Enjoy these conversations about the art of mastering essential shifts in all areas of business and life. Open your heart and mind to all the possibilities that are waiting for you. Welcome, welcome to a new episode of the Essential Ship Podcast. Oh my goodness, episode 25 already. What a year it has been. I just enjoy coming into my office and putting my microphone and recording this intro for this episode where I interview Yvette, which I will introduce in a moment. But today I just wanted to share with you how energized I am as I'm reading your, your review on Apple Podcast and how this podcast is actually helping you. And thank you so much to all of you who are taking the time to leave your review, to leave your rating, because know that I read each of them and I hold you in my heart and I thank you for taking the time to share how it is helping you in your life, how it is helping you in your business. And it also helps other people to find this podcast and this body of work. So please take the time, if you love this podcast, to rate it and leave your review because it's really helping me to be heard and listened to. So today, the episode is all about how to connect with our calling and how sometimes in our darkest moment, it is when we have this wake-up call and when we realize that we are meant to be doing something else, something bigger than us. And it's exactly the story that Yvette is sharing in this podcast. So Yvette has 30 year experience in corporate marketing. She has been in leadership role across the globe, including her most recent um, experience as a leader for 300 uh, person in an ad agency. And this is actually where we met. I, um, I was kind of leading in uh, a big corporate i was a general manager for a new offering and she was one of our clients and through having a breast cancer diagnosis in 2010 it kind of awakened her for a longing for more purpose and meaning in her life and this is where she created lit up and liberated which is her business now and she's an intuitive business coach she supports women to grow their online business through alignment intentional positioning magnetic marketing and strategic scaling so as you know it was meant to happen that we cross path in our corporate life and then last year when i facilitated a retreat and she was one of the mastermind participants in this retreat that i was one of the guest speaker for and this is when we started reconnecting and realizing that we had a lot to share and this podcast is really a beautiful conversation where she shares about her story and when we discuss about the calling and what is this calling so go ahead and listen to this episode and don't hesitate to DM me on Instagram at essential.shift with your key takeaway. Without further ado, enjoy this episode. 
Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Essential Shift podcast. I am so excited today to invite Yvette on the podcast. Thank you so much, Letitia. I'm really excited to be here with you. So Yvette and I met in a corporate setting. We were both of us running our team through different um, experiences and looking at innovative way for people to be targeted in marketing because I used to work in a big firm where we were developing data analytics and Yvette used to lead a beautiful firm on uh, marketing. So we're not going to go into the detail of our past corporate job, but it's to let you know that sometimes the universe is putting you again on each other path. And it was so beautiful to uh, bump into each other. I think it was last year, wasn't it? Yeah, it was around this time last year. Wow, a year ago. And since then with Yvette, we've been, you know, conversing a lot. She invited me on her podcast. So as you're on the podcast, just go and listen to our own podcast. I will put it in the show notes. But we just kind of connected because we share the same values. And I am so excited to have you with us, Yvette. It's such a pleasure to be here. Mm, I love it. I just love that. And this is where, you know, for anyone listening to this and being like, oh, my gosh, with COVID or I live in this country or I live in regional area, know that you can connect with people all around the world. And, you know, I invite you to connect through either social media or even, you know, message us after listening to this podcast. So without further ado, let's get into my first question, which I always love to ask my guests. What is your cultural background, Yvette? What is your faith, if you feel comfortable sharing? And what is your... Human, like human design, what is your moon sign, sun sign, rising sign, whatever you feel called to share about your blueprint. Absolutely. I am a bitzer, typical Australian who doesn't have clarity on all of the many parts of my heritage. I am very proud to say I have one, is it one sixth, one eighth is Swedish. And I think beyond that, it's like the standard English, Scottish, Irish, maybe. My last name is Maya, so I'm frequently told that I may have some German in my lineage, but I have I have no like direct knowledge of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so I actually grew up in a, a suburb in Sydney called Balmain, and uh, I am a third generation Balmain yak, and. There is a fourth generation. Like that is how far my my family go back in this suburb. And I was literally born in Balmain Hospital, which is, you know, a long time since it was um, a maternity or had a maternity ward. So there you go. That's my, like, where I'm from. And in terms of my faith, I'm much more spiritual than religious. I am very in touch with all things human design, actually more so than astrology, but I'll I'll share both. So from a human design perspective, I am a generator. I have a 5-1 profile. I am a sacral being and I am absolutely that. I wake up every day with a ton of energy, feeling as long as I slept well, lit up. And then during the course of the day, by the time the day runs out, I've run out. That's how I roll. And I am a Torian. So I love my luxuries and my home, but I'm also very 
grounded and stable, loyal, yes. Uh, I have a Gemini rising and a Pisces moon. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing all of that. And you are so rooted, you know, with a Taurus energy. And at the same time, the fourth generation Balmain. That's amazing, like a pure Sydney cider. This is yeah. beautiful. Thank yeah. you so much for sharing that. So I guess the question that I always love to ask as well is what is your origin story for creating your business lit up and liberated and what is behind this what is this purpose of yours what are you here to do Mm, great question and one of my favorite to answer because it really speaks to my mission uh well what I believe is my calling and it really goes back to uh as you shared I had a an, an I was going to say almost, but I literally had a 30-year-long corporate career. I uh, I didn't finish high school. I went straight into a corporate setting and I worked my way up quite quickly and also to the very top of the industry uh, globally as well. I spent five years in New York and for, from an outsider's perspective, I was a huge success, a veritable big week. However... Uh, 11 years ago, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. And I think that I already had a sense deeper down that, you know, the personal development, like junkiness, that that was there for a long time. I was also very fortunate to have uh, leadership coaching a lot during my career, funded by whichever business I was in. And so I had, a, I had a sense of the coaching world, but I, I certainly hadn't planned to leave corporate and become a coach. But after breast cancer, what I did appreciate was that I'd really allowed myself to live in a very conditioned way. Uh, you know, getting onto that corporate career ladder and then head down, bum up, getting progressively and progressively larger roles, more pressure. And the more time went on and having gone through breast cancer, I really was able to like zoom out and see what was pretty toxic for me in the way that a lot of the the businesses that I supported in growing their impact in the world were like fast food companies. And gosh, like I felt like I was selling candy to babies at times. Mm. And that just was very much out of alignment after going through breast cancer and becoming even more than I already was connected into feeling well and what well-being really means. And so it was a very big moment of holy moly, if I were to actually get, you know, go down the horrific path of the treatment not working, I, I wouldn't be proud of, of that kind of legacy that what I'd done in the world. I mean, there's a lot of good in there, don't get me wrong, relationships, beautiful friendships. And, and, and if you talk to someone in the industry, they'd probably say it had a very positive impact. But for me, I was like, no, I want to do good in the world. This is not good in the world. Uh, but I didn't know what to do at all beyond, you know, what I'd always known. And, of course, also being at the very top of the industry I had a many 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 multiple six-figure salary I was living a life of I wouldn't say financial freedom but I certainly had all of the lifestyle trappings that come with that kind of salary 
there was business and first class travel and client entertainment and travel that was like more entertainment based, like the whole thing. And I, you know, I, I also am quite feminine in terms of I love fashion and designer labels. I'm kind of reawakening my, my desire for that sort of thing, which has been quiet over the last few years. Anyway, suffice it to say, I didn't know what to do. I just knew that the gig was up in a way. And that, that actually led me to moving to New York because I needed a change and I needed a big change, but I wasn't sure how to reinvent myself career-wise. And I was able to, to pull off a global transfer. So I retained all of those trappings and moved myself from Sydney to New York City. And I spent five amazing years there during which my goal was always, always, while I'm here, I'm going to figure this out. While I'm here, I'm going to figure this out. I know that I'm not going back to work in the industry. I know it. I know it. I know it. So I was very, very called into the wellbeing space um, because of my personal journey. So I studied health coaching with the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. I finished that up and was like, I don't know how that's going to actually be the thing. So what, what next? So then I did yoga teacher training, you know, after a very long history of doing a lot of yoga, which I, I loved. But again, I, I still was like, maybe I could buy a studio when I get home. But I, I hadn't landed. Uh, and then I got headhunted back to Australia. Uh, and it, it's an interesting twist and turn of events. What I can say, because we crossed paths after that moment, is that in terms of integrity, I was really in my integrity from the start with that opportunity and shared with the CEO who was hiring me to replace her as the managing director of the Sydney office that I didn't want the job. I didn't want the job, that I actually didn't want to be in the industry anymore. And she wooed me with, you've worked for the same network for 17 years and this is different and you're going to find the culture really different and, you know, you... you like open yourself up to what this could be. And at the same time, uh, my family were, my parents are, gosh, they're not that old, but they're both really ailing. And I was feeling the familial, like, we need you back here. Uh, also, it's fair to say being moved, <laughs> being moved is awesome. And I'm talking about all of my furniture, myself, my dog, everything being moved. Uh, financially very awesome so I did that thing and came back and it really was the most high profile high pressure role of my career I came back with the intention of maybe I'm gonna love this let's give this a red hot go and it was a very cherry on top kind of role it was for an agency that from a distance I'd admired for a long time and it was so quickly difficult for me to feel good in that role like I, I I'm like I go back to that time and you can probably feel my anxiety rising yes I was very hard on myself I was hitting all my KPIs and didn't feel that that was being felt and I did not care for the work is the truth so, you know, it was, a, it was a perfect storm of me being in a, in a pressure cooker type environment. Uh, I will say that having worked in the US, 
the industry that I was in, which is the media agency industry, is on, I mean, it's probably like a lot of global businesses, but the pressure on margins is the same in every market. And when you have a smaller market, especially in Australia, our research, I'm getting into like a lot of detail, but the research costs in Australia are so big that hitting those margins was literally a nightmare. And so that, that kind of really weighed into how I felt. And then I quickly was like, oh, what have I done? What have I done? Um, and I, yeah, I, I think that was a good thing in retrospect. Like it, it actually was the straw that broke the camel's back. And I then moved quickly into let's put money in the bank. <laughs> let's just like put money in the bank because I still haven't got a clear, clear path forward. Uh, and I ended up uh, joining doTERRA, a network marketing business, and started doing essential oils. So I'm on, a managing director of a 300-person advertising agency and I'm also a doTERRA wellness advocate. And I'm doing both of these things, working seven days a week because I saw that as my path out. And I loved everything about that whole experience. And so that's that's ultimately how I left. Um, around that time, let's get into feeling lit up and liberated. I was at a kinesiology session and lying on the table when my kinesiologist said to me, because it was very lots of change going on, she's like, well, just tell me how do you want to feel? I was like, I want to feel lit up and liberated and she was like whoa and I'm like oh yes that's that feels amazing like it, it was one of those moments that are out of nowhere and feels like it's been divinely landed on you uh and it has become my north star not just for myself but for what we what we're capable of and what we're almost entitled to as humans instead of that feeling of I'm stuck and drained and this is exhausting me and I can't wait for the weekend. So that's, that was like a very long story of how I've landed in the wonderful world we live in now of online business. Of course, I went from doTERRA into coaching, from coaching uh, kind of more broadly into business coaching from business coaching into also having a deep specialisation in digital products. And it's now been uh, three years since I left that corporate role. Thank you, Yvette, for, you know, the story and sharing this with us because even if I know you and I've read about your story and, you know, I've kind of followed your journey in a way since we crossed paths. I think there are a lot of things that you've shared vulnerably. So thank you so much for sharing this with us. And it may inspire someone who is listening to that and be like, oh my gosh, this is how I feel right now. And I could feel lit up and liberated. And I could also kind of figure out a path forward. And for me personally, it resonates a lot with, you know, my burnout story when I was like lying on my bed being like, oh my gosh, there is something better than, you know, doing those strategic consulting projects. And yes, meeting, you know, those CEO of big companies and, you know, traveling and da, da, da. I'm sure there's something better. And what we share and what we are here to say, it's, it takes time and patience 
but you can start the work now to find your path to freedom and to be lit up and liberated and reclaiming this light that you have within. So I just loved everything you shared. And I know there are like a lot of nuggets of gold in this. So some things that I want to ask you as a question is when you received, because it's how it came to you, when you received this guidance of lit up and liberated, what does it mean for you? Oh, it means that we get to choose every day to do what lights us up in the world and to feel excited about what we're creating, but also on our own terms. And that might mean, you know, living as a nomad, which is how I'm now living. It might mean free from the self-talk and the inner critic. Uh, there are self-imposed chains societally imposed chains that we become accustomed to and the liberated part of lit up and liberated is blow those things out of the way like blow it up choose to do what lights you up from a creation perspective and do it in a way that is true to who you are your sole purpose and yeah, be free to be you and, you know, that uniquely brilliant self that I believe is in every single one of us that is largely untapped. Mm. I love that you share that. And I would love for the listener to kind of learn more about you, like the courageous choices and the bold choices that you've made that potentially go against this societal standard and you can share as much or as little as you feel comfortable mm. sharing but of course as I know you well I know how much you're reclaiming this feeling of being liberated of any societal imposition that we have so would you mind sharing with us some inspiration yes, of course oh my goodness the things that I have the decisions that I've made that most people are like you, what did you do this time like what um but yeah in in the recent past a year ago I around this time decided that I didn't want to live in my home in Balmain in Sydney anymore that I really wanted to be exploring and having more experiences and I am such a wanderluster and so I very quickly and I'm talking about made a decision and within three weeks had moved out of my home and had people moving into it and grabbed my dog who is sitting right next to me now and hit the road and we lived in Airbnbs for 10 months last year and in that process I discovered that the societal norm of we need a big mortgage and a house and don't sell uh, was another thing that I was ready to release. And so at the end of last year, I sold that property. And now I am completely debt-free and independently wealthy as a result of that. Um, I do have other properties, so I am also quite well set up. Uh, but again, like my um, my mum has dementia, but I think that if she was more with it, she would be like, no. No, I mean, you know, her generation is you do not sell your primary property. But for me, I'm like, this feels amazing. Like, I love this. I love it. I love it. Um, so, yeah, that, that's a couple of pretty courageous moves that I've made more recently. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, another one, yeah, another one was um, almost two years ago when I 
had been largely coaching corporates holistically. So if it was somebody I connected with and I did a lot of my marketing on LinkedIn, I would coach them through whether it was a career scenario, a health scenario, leadership or business. Uh, and that that was a, like a stepping stone for me and I didn't know it at the time to discovering how much I truly love helping women create this feeling of being lit up and liberated by launching and scaling or just scaling an online business. Um, but, yeah, that, that happened really fast. Like in the March, I'm like running a life coaching course and by April I'd shut down that entire part of my business. Yeah. Thankfully, like that was the biggest quantum leap I've ever made in the, in the history of my business was when I made that move. Yes. And what's beautiful with the different illustration you took is how we always say that no is the most magnetic word, but mm -hmm. this is it. It's sometimes by saying no to something because it's not aligned anymore. We are having this other path that is opening in front of us. We're saying, hmm, a new playground. Let's do it. Let's oh, explore yeah. that. And one of the things I love about being the CEO of your own business is it's never stagnant. It's an iterative process. And, you know, we had a brief chat off air before this and, you know, I feel my mission and my passion and purpose is only getting bigger and it wouldn't surprise me if it becomes bigger than business coaching again. And I, I don't know in what shape that takes. I just know that when I speak my truth, when I tell my story, that I move people. And it's not just relevant for business owners. So that's another interesting factor. Yes. Yes, I can't wait to see like the next iteration and the exponential growth and the next quantum leap. And this is really what I feel is important for anyone listening to this and being like, I am a business owner. This works in my business. So I'm just going to carry on doing it. But let's go back to this principle that you share beautifully with us, which is does it lift me up? Like, do I feel liberated running this in my business? Or should I just let go of it and trust that it's, yeah. if it's not that, it's for something better. And mm. I just love this permission that you're giving all of us to just do that. And I, every day when I come and I don't work every day, but every day when I work and I yeah. come in my office, I just love this feeling of, hey, you know what? I just want to change this. I don't need to go you know, uh, and no ask, for the, <laughs> ask for the board. Can I just change this? You know, I am the board. I, I decide uh, my own rules. Yeah, yeah. I look, at, I did this a year. Another big change I made a year ago was I was having extremely beautiful, abundant financial success, but I was working around the clock and I was like, okay, do I feel lit up and liberated? No. I'm exhausted. Yeah. So what's more important to me right now? Is it my freedom or is it money? And I, and I sat with that and I pretty quickly, because I am a sacral generator, went freedom, freedom. Freedom is absolutely more important. And, and in that moment, I changed everything in my business so that I could work a lot less. Ooh, okay. So let's build on that. Yeah. Because I know some some of my clients, some people in my community, in my mastermind membership, 
we are always going back to how do we create freedom in the way we run our business. So can you share with us three tips, three tricks, three practices, whatever comes to you, we're going to try that this is a thing and it can be more than three. I'm just asking, you know, the Descartes way, share me three things that we can apply straight away for freedom in the way we run our business. Well, for me, because... Yeah, for you, what worked? um, Optimizing away from one-on-one towards group coaching. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I still do both, but the ratio reversed. Mm, Yes. So that was number one. And number two is (laughs) for a time not being like led by the bright shiny objects and allowing yourself to build a strong foundation because that will give you the permission later to take different decisions. So for me, that meant my mastermind, which was one of my products, became the only thing that I marketed for six months. I didn't market my one-on-one private coaching. I didn't launch a course. I didn't do anything else, which was hard for me. I had to sit on my hands and just (laughs) do the one thing and be okay with my income dropping a little bit. It didn't fall off a cliff. It never has, but it did come off. And I had to be okay with that, knowing and trusting that it was strategic and that Therefore, I was able to not just travel around Australia, but literally work three to four days a week, depending on what was coming up for me in my business. And it felt challenging and also very liberating. Um, And then after six months, I then launched what is designed to be a more passive product long-term in my business. So again, another strategic pillar. So this is another three, which is a digital product uh, creation course and it's only four modules. And from my perspective, you know, it requires me to do four Q&A sessions right now. It won't always, if I wanted to run it, I know I'm getting into very deep strategy here, but if I wanted to run it evergreen, I could. But for now, it is a container where I can have an unlimited number of participants Uh, and it also empowers others to do what I'm doing, which I love. And so that would be number three. It's having a business model with assets inside the business model that are truly scalable where you can start to consider your hourly revenue instead of your top line. And for me now, I, I think that if I looked at how many hours per week I earn and I haven't done this lately but I do think about it and I'm like gosh it must be like three times what it was a year ago yes yes and I love that because it is kind of something that I shared in the podcast last week if anyone wants to listen to it which is around the first way to be successful in business even though I teach about spirituality it starts with strategy mm-hmm. we have to be strategic in the move we make and I love the analogy of sitting on your end because sometimes I'm yeah. the same as you I'm a generator so creating things they focus on this line and this park it for a moment and uh, this is where I harness my pitta energy in Ayurveda, which is really about being focused on one thing and putting my fire on this one thing 
and knowing that the other thing will be looked after. But really being focused on one thing and waiting and being patient and being consistent for this one thing to then create what it will create so that you can grow all the parts of your business and everything very intentionally. And I know you're very intentional with everything you do and with our time. And it's just, we have so many business owner right now that are running on a wounded divine masculine energy, which is like, go, 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 do, 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 poo, 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 poo. And I will take this one more and this and this and that. What about we run our business on a healed divine masculine energy, which is we focus on one thing, we do it well, we just deliver it and then we can rest and recharge. So I just love that. Thank you so much, Yvette. So for anyone listening to this who is like, oh, I want to follow Yvette. I want to learn more about her magic. Where can they find you? How can they get in touch with you? Well, you're probably the same maybe, but I have a name that is very uncommon and it is Yvette Mayer. If you Google me, you will not have any problems finding me. I am all over the Google page and I use my my own name is my website, eventmayer.com. It is my Instagram handle at eventmayer underscore. And that's where I hang out the mostest. Um, and I would love you to come and say hi, pop into my DM anytime. Um, come into my world, hang out, yes. up and liberate. Now, before we finish though, I do want to call this out. We can never feel consistently lit up and liberated. It is, you know, it's just something that I like to finish. I, I'm, I would always say there's always light and shade. And if we didn't have that, we wouldn't even know what lit up felt like. And so whilst this is a ambition overarching, it's important to share that, of course, it's a journey and it's about optimising more of, of the way you navigate and feel through life versus always feeling. Thank you so much for adding that because... It is so important to honor also the ebb and flow and the season life and, you know, how we feel. So, yeah, definitely. Thank you so much, Yvette. It was so, so nice to have you with us today. And don't hesitate to connect with Yvette. Thank you. Thank you, Letitia. I really loved this conversation. Thank you. How insightful was this episode and this conversation with Yvette? If you liked it, just go ahead and subscribe to the Essential Shift podcast, leave a rating or review, or share it with a friend and tag me on Instagram at essential.shift. If you want to dive deeper, you can go ahead and explore in my website, www.essentialshift.co. I have a dedicated blog where I share a beautiful practice that I recommend my clients to do to connect with their soul calling. So go ahead and explore that. It is going to guide you to go deeper and connect with your soul calling. Until next episode, blessed be.